Hello, welcome to the last show podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to the show. I gotta figure a way to turn on this microphone. Turn my microphone down. My name is Courtney Shea Williams. I'm the host of the Last Show Podcast. This is how it gets down once a week. Subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google, and TuneIn Radio. Go to my website, CourtneyShaneWilliams.com. You can see where I'm performing my stand-up comedy shtick. Oh, we are here. Oh, and the microphone phone is sound. It's so sexy, don't you agree? Don't you agree? Um, you can check me out. See where I'm performing my live stand-up comedy. You can go to my website, CourtneyShaneWilliams.com. That's K-O-R-T-N-E-Y, ShaneWilliams.com. Instagram and Twitter, at CourtneyShane. Um, yo, man, um, first things first, I got to start here. I was going to jump back on the podcast. I mean, I know I teased it on the Instagram. I was going to jump back on the podcast to talk about Chappelle. I might touch on that in a minute. Let me tell you, man, I got sick. Uh, I don't even know if it's COVID, you know? Most people say, hey, I'm sick. It's not COVID, you know what I mean? You got to throw that not COVID out. If you cough in public, you need that needs to be followed immediately by not COVID. I don't even know if it is COVID. It might have been COVID. I feel like something attacked me. My chest was warming up. Hey, man, let me tell you something. This is the first time I got sick in like two years, which means two things. Number one, mask work. I mean, mask work. Now, the first time I, I've been on cruise ships since the pandemic. I've been to other states since the pandemic. I went to Oklahoma. I've been to Texas. I, I live in Florida. Nothing. My daughter went to school for one week. I was sick. And she was walking around with like, wasn't no big deal. I didn't even know she was that sick. If she was as sick as I was, you know, I should be in jail uh, for child abuse. I was telling her to suck it up. Hey, man, stop all that coughing. <laughs> you see, I'm trying to record with all that coughing. That's a dry cough. Have a cough drop and lay down, man. It's enough of this. Maybe she's allergic to something. And then two days later, boy, I caught something vicious. Bitch, I've been sick for like four days now, dude. It won't go away. It's hard to sleep. I'm like, man, I can't sit. I got to sleep standing up. I'm passing out while I'm walking around. It's terrible stuff I got, man. I had some congestion. I had a sore throat that wouldn't get sore, you know, because I did that thing. This is the worst, by the way. When you when you have somebody else in your house that's sick and you're like, oh, man, I'm just going to start loading up on vitamin C. So I started loading up on vitamin C, loading up, loading up. I was taking Benadryl, with, I, you know, preventative maintenance, Alka-Seltzer. Everything that, that had something to do with not getting sick in my house, got. I took a vitamin D. I don't even know if vitamin D, D can help. Joe Rogan told me a lot of vitamin D will help you beat COVID. So I like, hey, give me that horse tranquilizer and vitamin D. So I was taking everything, dog. I'm trying not to get sick. And then it hit me. And it's the worst when you've prepped your body to get sick and then you still get sick because you don't get sick enough to lay down. You're just sick enough to, to continue operating about your normal day. <laughs> it's the worst feeling on earth. The worst, man. So uh, I'm still down and out, man. Got uh, congestion. The back of my throat is burning. And like, you know, nothing's getting better. First time I got sick in two years. The other thing that occurred to me this thing sucks, man. Getting sick is terrible. I couldn't, I cannot believe I used to do this like once every six months. Like once every six months, I would get deathly ill and just shake it off like it was no big. Hey, it's just the season of year. <laughs> hey, man, hey, man, I had to fly on a plane. You know, I got sick for the plane. Hey, just the way it is. You know, let me go do these shows in Los Angeles. I used to get sick like this twice a year, sometimes three times a year. 
I got sick once in two years, man. It took me out, man. It was the worst, dude. The worst. But we are here at the last show podcast. Thank you for tuning into the show. Before I get started on the show, I got an announcement. <clears throat> a comedy album announcement I got. Uh, so it's official like a ref with a whistle. Can I get a drum roll? My new comedy album, Elevator Styles, being released. 800 pound gorilla records november 19th the week before thanksgiving november 19th will be an exclusive release for xm and pandora uh radio you guys that have xm pandora mark the time mark the time november 19th man so that is huge platforms never been on those platforms before you know fingers crossed that the whole album gets on the platform It'd be a great day and uh that's an exclusive to release to xm radio and pandora for two weeks then december 3rd it'll be released on all streaming platforms apple music spotify the whole shebang bang google if y'all rocking with the you know those google phones you know don't disrespect to the google phone i just don't like it when you make my phone turn green you know and i know y'all get real defensive about it it's like you know i don't want to get into it you, you make my phone turn green well if you bought a samsung phone you could depict what colors you know I me mean? and i used to be a samsung guy and deep down inside i am a sam i'm an anarchist like deep down inside i want to make other people's phones turn green like deep down deep down i'm a scumbag you know what i mean i like to ruin group text messages deep down inside but but practically i have an iphone because everybody else in my family has an iphone and then when you have a child and then, and then your wife has an iphone and then she's sitting your iphone picture i just want to airdrop them you can't just text them no let me airdrop them and the other cool thing is you get i messaging so i messaging when i'm on a cruise ship is free you know and if, if if you got a samsung it's not because even a cruise ship don't like you making a phone turn green so that's the reason i converted because it was a little bit better than me so i un understand the anarchist nature about you but now that i'm on the other side you know come on man stop making my phone turn green but um yeah so it'll be on all streaming platforms elevator style my my fifth fourth album fifth album one two three four fourth album yo Fifth, fourth, no, one, two, three, four, four, fourth album. Yeah, man. So that's it. November 19th, exclusive release, XM Pandora Radio. That'll be for two weeks. December 3rd, uh, the album officially comes out. All streaming platforms, man. So prepare yourself. Strap it on. I don't send, actually, don't strap anything on. Strap it in. No <laughs> Oh, all right. So this has been, uh, I wouldn't say this is bothering me, but you know, I'm kind of glad that I didn't do the podcast because like I was going to talk about like the whole Chappelle thing and, and you know, my other take and how I was switching sides and all this, but because I got sick, I got a chance to step back and see y'all roll. And, uh, I want nothing to do with you people and you people know exactly what I'm talking about. Like you guys, people... The funny thing is, is people defending Chappelle or on that side and all that. So you, you, dude, you people don't even know him. Like y'all, y'all are just open micers and just people on the internet in, in your mother's basement in your drawers. Like you guys are no, like what, what charged y'all up so much about that special that has you so passionate? Wh what about it? What about that connected? We, you know, it's that weird. It's almost like that weird connection that Trump had. Like Trump had people voting for him that, 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 that were, that, 
Trump had people vote for him who were, and he was against their interests. But there was a connection there. Oh, man, he just says what he wants to say, man. He does what he wants to It's just weird. Like, I don't want to be around you people, man. Like, that, that reminds me of the great poet. I forgot what his name is. But he, he's like, first they came for the socialists. I didn't say anything because I wasn't socialist. Then they came for unionists. I didn't say anything because I wasn't a unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I didn't say anything because I'm not Jewish. And then they came for me. And no one was taught. It's like, that's what y'all are on right now. And I know this train's never late. They y'all y'all ready to tell some nigga jokes. I know what's gonna happen. Chappelle put that thing out there, put his art out there, his thing, and, and then let it go. And I can see if you're, you know, his 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 friends or family, Neil Brennan, like all those people talking about the situation, cool. But when you you are open mic or dude, what are you so passionate about, dog? You ain't Dave Chappelle. You ain't going to be Dave Chappelle. Chances are you won't be doing comedy in five years. But there's something that connected y'all so much to this dude just being crass and, and being flagrant. It, it just something struck a nerve in you. And that's the part that's scary. I can watch the special as a comedian and appreciate the art of it. I can even appreciate the funny. I actually thought it was funny. I thought it, I can appreciate what it was and i can i can watch that special and be like yo this dude's like the greatest comedian I've ever seen i can see all that i can do all that but you people are taking something way more from it that i didn't even see y'all are getting real gung-ho around this movement the only people that should be talking is the offended party that's it that's it because I'll tell you right now, if it was a white comedian or a Jewish comedian and they was out there telling jokes about black people and racism or they was out there telling jokes about the black dude telling, if Chappelle would have did 45 minutes on Jewish people, guess who wouldn't be talking? Me. I wouldn't be saying a word, dog. You want to know why? Because first they came for the socialists, then they came for me. No one was there to defend me. You understand? But you guys, for some weird reasons, and that's like a... I'm out. I let it. I let it sit there. Let it do what it do. But Chappelle's rich. He don't need my help. And a matter of fact, Chappelle doesn't even want to help himself. The only dude not talking is the dude that did the special. Everybody else is out here fighting amongst yourselves. Okay, so I'm good. That right now is a Netflix problem. Netflix is gonna have a walkout on their hands in about a week. That's something Netflix. Has. They have to figure out how capitalistic they want to be. Guess who doesn't have to figure out? Me. So I'm good, dog. Y'all take it, digest it, roll around with it. Peace. It's the last show podcast. Thank you for tuning into the last show. It's called the last show because this may be it. Still on the boat. Call me if you get lost. Welcome back to the last show podcast. Oh, gotta turn the music on. Levels right on this microphone now. I'm not sure. New mic. Who this? Tyler the Creator. Sweet. Uh, that's off the Call Me If You Get Lost album. A straight up pound for pound. It ain't even pound for pound. I don't even think this is this is a uh, uh, negotiable. You know, this album is the best album this year, man. I mean, everybody got charged up about that Drake. You know what I mean? And Kanye West put out that epilogue. Kanye West dropped The Godfather twice. You know, I had to listen to this album for three hours. It's some hot joints on there, on that album. Then the Drake, he put that out. You know, the, the, the emoji baby just went away just like that. But this right here, fire, man. Good art in here. I'm not, 
I kind of get more into Tyler Creator. I think I talked about it before, but um, call me if you get lost. Sweet, man. Check that album out. All right. So, I watched Squid Games. I finished that on Netflix. I finished Squid Game on Netflix because I was tired of you people talking about it on Instagram. You know, and I knew eventually, like, something's going to come up and it's going to spoil it for me. <laughs> it's like weird. I don't like knowing what a show's about when I go into a show. So imagine my shock, spoiler alert, when someone got their head blown off in the first five minutes. Like, what is this? This is a snuff film. Hey, why is this so popular? <laughs> why is this not getting canceled? We worry about Dave Chappelle. You need to worry about them the genocide against Asian people, man. What's going on here? Squid Games. My big takeaway from Squid Games is nothing. Not a single thing. I mean, I took absolutely nothing away. For a minute there, I was like, hold on. I'm, I got to decode this because it was in Korean, but then they had the English subtitles. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch the Korean version and just read it. And I, I did that for about 30 minutes. So I was like, dude, that American got in me. I was like, I need my phone to distract me from the murder. So then I was like, yo, I just converted. To, everybody was speaking it. Everybody uh, on the show immediately sounded like the, the members from Step by Step. It was like, man, <laughs> this this Korean dude sounds exactly like, uh, what's your man? Dang it. I missed the joke. It was right there. Blurred Lines Daddy. Robin Thick, Alan Thick. I took nothing away from it, man. You know, so so I'm like watching. I'm like, yo, there's 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 a deeper meaning behind this. This this is like the Korean version of the wire. I mean, oh, hold on, what what man's got to have a code? What's gonna no, dog? It's just a straight up murder show, dude. Straight genocide, man. There was a storyline, and don't get me wrong, this kept my attention. You know, I uh making sure I was recorded. I watch this thing been going on. I watch um, I watch. A lot of movies, dramas, things like that. I don't even watch that much comedy. Stand up about it. I don't watch a lot of TV shows. As a matter of fact, I start way more TV shows than I finish. This is the first TV show I've finished in probably seven to 10 years, dude. I watched to the end. I was gripped by every episode, okay? Every episode made me want to watch another episode. But I took nothing away from the show. There's no deeper meaning. I saw something, was it, was it, was it Meek Mill or something like that? Meek Mill said, yeah, the Squid Games, that's exactly like growing up in the hood. Really? They keep, I know the projects is tough, okay? I grew up in the suburbs. I've heard the story, but dad grew up there. I know the projects is rough, but if they kill 500 people in six days, ah, some alarms are gonna go off, <laughs> you know? Especially if those 500 people owe somebody money. You know what I mean? They took 500 people with the most amount of debt and just murdered everybody but one, okay? I feel like eventually, you know, and they did it every year. That's the thing about the Squid Games. Squid Games, they did it every single year. That means every year, mysteriously, 500 people just go missing. And, and, and no, I know there's a lot of people in Korea. I, I know that, but I just think, you know, once... You know, a percentage of your population just getting wiped out. There's going to be an investigation. I mean, this was not the most cleverest organization of all time. You know, when you got out of the squig, they just blindfolded you and dropped you in the street. Ain't no surveillance cameras. Ain't nobody figuring this out. What is the takeaway from the squid games? There is no takeaway. It was entertaining. I'm a squeamish dude too when it came to squid games. I'm, I'm a squeamish dude. I don't like blood. I don't like guts. 
and like that had all of it. Like I didn't watch half the show. Half the time I was trying to look down, you know, tucking my head into my wife's bosom. <laughs> That's how I watch TV. I was tucking <laughs> tucking my head down. At, hey babe, just tell me when they tell me when they finish. <laughs> I'm a sucker and loser. That's what I was doing, man. But you know, entertaining though, I will say. Entertaining. At the beginning of the show, especially when they started killing people, I'm like, man, this feels more American than I think, you know? Then as the show went on, they had this storyline. I was like, nah, American people would have never did this. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, they'd have killed a percentage of people, and then it'd have been like a disclaimer, you know? <laughs> and then they would have went on. But the show is wild, man. Wild. I heard somebody said, uh, uh, what's it, Le- some LeBron James? I think LeBron James said, I didn't like the ending of Squid Games. I'm like, well, how do you exactly end a show like that? I mean, what'd you think? I did think that it reminded me of uh, Gladiators, right? So Gladiators back in the day used to be prisoners. And then they would take the prisoners and then they basically just, they kill themselves for entertainment. That's basically what it was like bullfighting with people. That's basically what it was, right? Then the Gladiator won. And he got all this glory for winning. Then people started volunteering to be gladiators because they wanted that glory. And Squid Games kind of pulled some stuff from there. The sense that like the people all had the chance, spoiler alert, the people all had the chance to get out. They voted to leave. It was such a terrible place that the percentage of people voted to leave the Squid Game. And they gave them the option to come back if they wanted to. And people volunteered to come back. Volunteered to come back knowing, knowing only one person is going to win. But for some weird reason, like you think you're going to be that one. Like you want to be the gladiator in the arena. Somewhere. And if, if some parts, oh, it's for the love of the money. But at some point, the money didn't even matter. At the end, the money did not even matter at the end, dude. You have been so traumatized for somebody else's entertainment to the point that you 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 didn't know any other way to exist. You know, it's kind of like who's who's the dude in uh, in Shawshank Redemption? He got out of jail and he killed himself because because you didn't know how else to exist besides then. So at the end, when the guy decides to go back to the Squid Games, I don't know if he goes back to like stop him or because he knows he's not going to stop him, or he goes back to compete. I'm not sure, but just when he thought he was out, they pulled him back in and he was rich rich had no need to play the game no need to go back and the dude still went back at the end so it did pull on some gladiator vibes like that but there's absolutely no takeaway there's no redeeming quality about the squid game squid games they might do a part two but the squid game is gonna be exactly like the tiger king you know i watched tiger king it got me through the beginning of the pandemic I binged it the whole way through, and you know, and then I moved on with life. At no point in time did I think, you know what? Uh, Exotic Joe is really going to come in handy one day. I know to stay out of Carol Baskin's way. That, now, that I know. She'll feed you to the tiger. Yeah, she killed her husband. You know what I mean? So I know to stay out of her way. So it did give me, you know, some of those things. Because Carol Baskin lives like 10 minutes from my house. You know, just FYI, you know. I, I, don't, I don't live in the hood, but I, you know what I mean? If she wanted to start the squid game, she could. She could. All right, man, I'm killing myself out here. Let's let's uh let's wrap the show. 
Thank you, you and you, for tuning into the live show podcast. Courtney Shane Williams. I'm playing hurt. I'm playing hurt. I'm hurt, dog. Uh, subscribe to the show, Apple Podcasts, shit your Google, and tune in radio. I don't know when I'm putting this one out, but I'm going to put it out sometime. Um, maybe sometime this weekend we'll do that, man. Thank you, guys. Uh, be safe. Be healthy. Uh, album coming out November 19th, exclusive XM and Pandora. December 3rd, everywhere you get your album, son. Take it easy. Peace. That's like telling somebody like Stephen King, well, make a horror movie with a happy ending. They don't have happy endings. It's a horror movie. It's goes to end horrible. Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastard? Until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Can I ask you, if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh. Ah! There you are. Hasta luego.